0: Actually, who did not accept responsibility for their actions be forced to take responsibility for their actions so that's you Trump that's you you might have to take responsibility for being a jerk bag heck yeah you can't incite riots it's like yelling fire in a crowded theater that's illegal because it's inciting a riot you can't do that you can't do that even if you're the president all right, we're going to have a call from LaToya, the Sheriff of Truth. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. You're on AltaCast slash Some Call Me Tim here on MutinyRadio.fm and .sf. Uh, and I'm super stoked because I love conversating. I love speaking with uh, LaToya, the Sheriff of Truth, to find out what's going on in the world. I learn so much every time I talk to her. Her and Matthew Quirk, (laughs) those are who I get the majority of my news from. Because I don't trust (laughs) the sources on the internet. I mean, I read stuff and I try to parse it out for myself. But I do enjoy having it filtered through a person whose opinion I respect greatly. And that is my buddy. And she's going to be calling us in two shakes of a lamb's tail all right i'm really excited about what happened on the altacast choose poetry choose life in the last two hours we did like frastic poetry workshop um three different photos taken by andy talbot and then we all wrote poems i wrote three new poems i'm really excited oh there she is yay (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Wow. Somebody messed with the board. That's the bummer, is that um, this used to be, I used to be able to go up higher on the phone, and somebody messed with the board so that if you bring it up even a little bit higher, it starts to squeak. All right. I think that might be it. You might
1: have to start putting, like, little, like, uh, shock, shock things for people who don't, put the board together.
0: Right, exactly. <laughs> because that's the thing is somebody messed with it and that's uh that's bad. Well I'll try to mess back with it. I'll I'll play with it in a second, but hey, welcome. What do you think about the impeachment?
1: I think well, after yesterday I found it very hilarious. I saw something yesterday that we had seen um and was crunchy for a while. We all agreed with something. Um and what we agreed with was Trump's criminal defense lawyers are terrible. (laughs) And that was both from, like, you know, that was something very bipartisan that I noticed yesterday when I was, you know, watching, like, of course, my, uh, you know, like the Young Turks, and then they would clip and they would show some of the Fox News and Newsmax people saying the same thing. So I I found it hilarious. I really think he should get one of those criminal... Attorneys that have their stuff advertised on bus stops, he might have done better going that route.
0: Right. I mean, <laughs> well, everybody quit on him, which I enjoyed so much. I was like, yeah. Because
1: he doesn't pay people. Well, he doesn't pay. Yeah,
0: it's uh, you gotta pay your lawyers. Lawyer, the lawyers are expensive.
1: You, I. But the thing is, he's notorious for not paying people. He still owes Rudy Giuliani thousands of dollars from, you know, with him trying to help flip the election. So, I mean, the thing is, if you know this man has a history, decades of not paying people, why wouldn't you get your money up front? He right. just, these people are so dumb, like, I want my money at hand. If you want me to, to, to be your, hire me as your attorney, give me my coin now. Not half, but all. Because
0: I mean, yeah. At least pay the retainer. Yeah. yeah. No. I no. I want all my shit. I'm just. Ex- I mean. <laughs> I'm just excited though that I'm excited that he might actually have to claim responsibility for some of his actions, and that during the presidency there were so many places that he lied. He lied so many times, and he did terrible things. And he tweeted. Policy. I remember in the beginning when he was like, "Uh, trans people in the military, no more of that. And he just did it through a tweet. That's not, you don't get to, you don't get to tweet presidential policy. That's not how things work. But he changed the whole game. He's like, well, that's not what we do now. But to actually have to take responsibility for his actions would be great.
1: I I, I like your optimism, but I don't think the Senate, he's not going to stop it. Sorry, uh, I don't think is, nothing's going to happen to him in the Senate. But here's something that's going on in Georgia. Mm. So Georgia, right. the uh, uh, Fulton County, um, is basically they're looking at to file criminal charges up against uh, uh, Trump as well because of the fact of him trying to overturn the election. Yeah, and so lying. This is from Huffington Post.
0: Yeah. I remember reading the entire hundred- transcript. I read the whole transcript and he says hundreds of thousands and the the people in Georgia are like, "No, I, you're mistaken. You're, this is not what you're saying is not true." They basically say you're lying in the transcript. Man, we are not going to listen to your lies. And it's great. Hold him responsible for lying because this is going to trickle down to the rest of the world. Because what happens right now is that these kids, these fucking kids under 30, they do all these things and they go, well, why don't you forgive me? And it's like, because I don't have to. And you have to take some responsibility for your action. No, (laughs) but... If the highest person in the nation doesn't have to take any responsibility for doing terrible things, then what does that mean for the moralistic base of our We, – five people were killed when he asked them to storm the Capitol. And they're considering themselves the moralistic right, and they just go out and do whatever they want, kill people. And there's no – there's no – you know, there's no responsibility. There's no uh, – recompense the wrong – consequences. So I want to see some fucking consequences for people that fuck up. Okay, go ahead.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: What's going on in Georgia um, is the open criminal probe into Trump's efforts to overturn their ele- election. So the Georgia prosecutors have opened a criminal investigation into former President <laughs> efforts to overturn the election, including the call to the state's top um, election official. Um, so during phone call, two on January 2nd, Trump pushed Georgia Secretary Brad Roethlisberger, <laughs> a Republican to find votes, which we know that is illegal. Shut up, dog, or I'll eat you. Um, And so there's that audio of which Trump is asking to uh, find 12,000 votes. And so, so the Attorney General, Chris Carr, he's one of the four officials that received letters from the district attorney's office and so basically now you have not only just – now we have Georgia on top of New York State that is um, basically looking to take – that basically Trump is facing criminal uh, probes in both those states. But here's something that I just found out about, and I didn't know this. So we know that Brian Kemp is the governor of Georgia. So he – He's a Trump flunky, but governors cannot he, – he basically – governors can't give a pardon. So this would have to go through in both these states. Now, we don't know. Most likely he probably won't get locked up. It might be a misdemeanor or what have you and some big-ass fines because obviously from uh, American history, we don't lock up presidents. Pretty sad but true. So now you have the state of Georgia and the state of New York going after him. Um, on top of another fun, uh, fun, good news: New York is still going after Steve Bannon, who Bannon was pardoned by Trump last month. So wow. he, Bannon's in trouble still under uh, the New York state. So let's just keep our fingers crossed if our federal government won't get him for the crimes that he's committed i think it is possible that the state could possibly i don't want to say take him down because ladies and gentlemen he's not going to end up in prison so just <sighs> probably end up a little bit more poor um so but that's even better because one way to hurt a rich man is make him poor amen sister so, you
0: know well it's one of those things it, it's one of those things that. Uh, in parenting, a lot of people, we used to, when I was growing up, you just beat your children, but it's actually, if you don't like the fear of physical harm is a great way to, you know, change people's behavior. But another way is to take things away from them that they love. So if you've got a kid and they're being a pile of dog shit, you take their fucking phone away and you say, well, when you stop acting this way, I'll give you'll get your phone back. But with a rich man who's been fucking with everybody, the best way to fuck with them isn't to put him in jail and give them the fear of God or whatever. It's to take away their money because it's the thing that gave them the power. So once you remove the money, you remove the power. And then they have to deal with themselves and be like, oh my God, is this what my life has amounted to? Take away their money and give it to right. the people that and are actually working and the, the people they stole it from. Absolutely.
1: And the thing is, these the people that we talk about have never had to struggle a day in their life, So they wouldn't know what to do. Like, so if you, okay, so here's also what's going on. So Sydney Powell, she was the attorney for Trump that was all a part of the, uh, she's the one that said release the (laughs) Kraken. She was the one that was all a part about flipping the election along with Giuliani. So if you don't know, and I think we mentioned this very briefly last week, so smart tech, and uh, Dominion, which are the election machines that they were saying that, you know, basically made the uh, election fraudulent. These companies are suing people like, I think we talked about Rudy Giuliani, and then the My Pillow guy is getting sued for billions of dollars. And Sidney Powell, who is also one of the lawyers who made up those false accusations about – uh, these two companies about their election, uh, their machine. <laughs> so she, they basically had to find bounty hunters to find her because she was running. <laughs> so, cause they were trying to serve her and they couldn't find her. So they had to go state to state in order to find her and they finally served her. And so the only thing she had to do in order to avoid getting this 2.7 billion <laughs> with a B uh, dollar, um, Lawsuit was to say that she basically, if she, she would have retracted her statement, uh, she kind of could have got off. But she said she ran. They had to hire bounty hunters, so now they're charging her uh, a I think a six hundred million on top of that because they had to chase her to serve her, which is delightful. And don't now flee. Possibly going to lose. She's possibly going to lose her law license. As same as with, uh, I believe his name is Lynn Wood, who was another one of the t- attorneys for him during uh, the election and trying to turn it over. Like these people, they're not going to serve jail time. But what I'm liking is you hit rich people where it hurts with mm-hmm. pocketbooks. Like yeah. Dominion is not playing. They're the ones that start th- that kicks off. Okay, you're hurting our company, so here's a 2.7 billion lawsuit served uh, first I believe uh, Giuliani was served first
3: now they're going to
1: everybody <sighs> so and you know these people aren't billionaires the closest they're, they're probably millionaires at best so if we're talking 2.7 that
0: washes them out completely yeah what is that what does that mean though what if you what if I mean what do they have to take out a loan to be able to pay the lawsuit I I don't know I don't understand how well, money works do do they get? Well, do we I make them so they poor they that? Wages. I, I guess they or they
1: wages, sell their
0: houses, sell their yachts, sell their, you know, I don't know. And then they're gonna be like, no, but my family, meow meow meow. And it's, and it's it's just, justice. Okay, so
1: this <laughs> is a prime example. So Rudy Giuliani, his net worth is forty five million.
2: Mm.
1: So let's say if. Dominion, they're suing him for two point seven billion. They could, most likely, they'll probably knock it down to like maybe five hundred million, or even if they get him for fifty million, that's all his net worth. Mm. That's gone. And actually, fifty million for a lawsuit, or a hundred million, or five hundred, is a little bit reasonable because they it's slander. You know, no party can trust these companies now because of each party would we'll be looking at are you trying to win the election by this and all the conspiracy theories around it. So they hurt their business. So I think the fact of the matter is though they're asking for an outrageous amount in lawsuit, again, these people are only worth millions. Not they're going to wipe them, they're cleaning house. They're yeah. going to clean these people's accounts. And that's what I like. If I can't see them in jail, let me
0: see them poor. Yeah. Well, let them see. <laughs> let them see. Let them see living the reality that the rest of us lead. Uh, now, and that's the thing. Yes. Although I am technically in poverty, I still don't feel because I'm a United States citizen. I'm so lucky. I have hot and cold running water. I'm able to have a roof over my head and food in my stomach. And I get to be a functioning part of society. Now, a lot of people would look at me and go, geez, you know, your overhead is really low. But you don't need to buy new jeans. There's enough old jeans out there that we can all be okay. It's just lowering your overhead. I, I would love, though, to see, uh, once you take away these people's money, you're also taking away, because now that they can't, have servants to do all the things that they probably weren't doing at all. You know, the the yeah. things that the things the upkeep on your own life, the cooking, the cleaning, the doing your own nails, the I, I don't know what I don't know how rich people's lives work. I don't know what they're paying for, but I'd like to see them taken down a couple notches, a couple pegs on that ladder to know what The plebeians, how we're living. I would love to see them. Kind of like Undercover Boss, except not televised and in real life. So these fucking assholes who've been living their precious little lives and think they're better than all of us because they're rich, you're still a human being. You still shit, and you still eat like the rest of us. You just eat more foie gras, I assume. I just um, looked
1: at Sydney Powell's net worth, and she's even worth less. Oh. So she's... (laughs) She's gonna be one broke bitch. Uh, her net worth is anywhere from one million to five million, so she can just
0: kiss that shit away. <laughs> so speaking of speaking of suicide, um, I was very. No, I'm just. I think it's. It, I mean Jeffrey Epstein was a rich guy. They put him in jail. They took away his money. He killed himself. But this is very interesting. Suicide right now is ubiquitous. I was walking here. Mm-hmm. In San Francisco, I was walking here, and there's a huge billboard that used to be a weed. It was like a weed dispensary. It was like $49 ounces. Are you out of your mind? Join this. But now it's a huge billboard, and there's a family there, an interracial family, and it says, veterans, did you know that disposing of your expired uh, medication can drastically reduce suicide? And I'm like, holy crap. This is a serious issue right now. Like people are desperate and suicide seems to be an answer. And it I bet, just like Epstein, did he really kill himself? Who knows? But I can imagine that he truly did kill himself Because everything he knew was taken away and he didn't see his life having value or meaning anymore. And when you take away people's money, you take away their value and meaning because all of their value and meaning has been monetarily based. They think that they're better than other people because of how much money they have and how much money they make. And once you take that away, they feel worthless. And if we can... Reinstill in humanity that intrinsic value is not monetarily based, that your worth as a person has nothing to do with your monetary value. But that's the thing, it doesn't, that's not true. We want to believe that's true, but right now, we do value people highly who have more money. That's just real. The more money you have, the better you get to look, and we're still vain, horrible creatures. Look at the Kardashians. I, you know, I,
2: <laughs> I, I, I,
1: <laughs> I think that, um, I, I, I don't. I think he, he had a little help, mm. but to go back to what you're saying, there are a lot of people killing themselves right now. Um yeah. And I, and from what I was reading, I read this. I, I think I read this article. It was back like in the fall where, uh, and I mentioned about white America; they have the highest suicide rate as of right now, um, and it's because a lot of people have been losing their jobs, or this is the first time ever living in poverty, mm-hmm. or it's also due Ill to illness and opioids. So right. there's there's a a large factor. But let's talk about the wealthy. <laughs> because I like talking about them. Um, and it I think there's a reason why you always have such a high uptick in suicide, especially when it comes to the wealthy, because it goes back to what I said um, earlier. They've never had to struggle in their lives. Mm. They don't know how to hustle. Mm. And the end all, the be all is the fact of, you know, if they don't have their security blanket, which is their... Their assets and and estates to them they have nothing, right. you know, and they have no idea how to survive. Right. And with that, it's just by this point, fuck it, I'll end it all. And, and and this and here's something I just read recently, um, and it's not about a rich guy or a rich kid. It's about um, so a couple weeks ago we had the thing going on with GameStop and the stocks and us common folk buying them and then the people at wall street getting mad because us common folk were trying to get rich because we're struggling down here and the wall and wall street did not like that so there's this college student he's out of the suburbs of chicago which i just found out committed suicide uh i believe over the weekend because he found because um or the group Robin Hood, uh, which is, like, E-Trade and what have you. Robin Hood basically told this um, boy, man, excuse me, I almost said boy because he's 20. He's a college student struggling, and he thought that he owed seven seven $700,000 to Robin Hood. And he's like, I can't – I don't know what to do. I, I, I mean, my parents don't even have this money. So the whole time he was trying to work with, like, I, I was just playing the stock market, and all of a sudden I'm owing uh, um, almost a million dollars. Well, he ends up taking his life, mm. and the fucked up part about it is a couple of days after he took his life, Robinhood, which is the trading uh, company, decided to send an email saying, oh, that was our mistake you don't owe this money. And basically his parents are now going, uh, suing Robin Hood, uh, wrongful death. Um, And then there was another reason why they're suing um, Robin Hood, but stuff like that, you know, which ties into the fact of money and wealth. That's another reason why people are taking their lives as well. And it seems like it's a whole money factor here. Yeah rather than like depression and you know or mental illness I mean not having money is depressing anyway so <laughs> we know that amen and it, I guess it can lead to mental illness but it's it's kind of weird where it's almost like the stories you hear about when the the when the crash yeah, the in bomb 29
0: or, yeah. or or of you know, 2008 um a lot of people killed themselves. I mean, I personally, I didn't, I didn't know him then, but I have, I know survivors of uh, suicides that their parents killed themselves because they lost their entire nest egg. They, you know, and they just didn't know what to do. And so, um, I know 1929, definitely, but even 2008 and now again, 50% of the, people are unemployed with COVID and how are we going to, and is the service industry going to come back and whose jobs are essential and who gets money and who doesn't and who gets unemployment and who doesn't and what happens to the small businesses and people whose small businesses are their lives and they can't get unemployment. Are they going to off themselves potentially if your entire life was this investment and now it's gone continue. Yeah. It's like, you know, I, it, it just
1: seems like it the whole it's, it's trivial in contrast to someone who was schizophrenic and or bipolar and they just can't take living in this world anymore so they decided to end it rather than oh no i have nothing in my bank account so i guess this is the end you know i'm seeing the struggle happen on different parallels you know where you know Now, don't get me wrong, I just recently read a story about um, this uh, black uh, sheriff who ended up killing himself, Mm -hmm. which is painful and sad. And he did this video, and the reason why he killed himself was he got tired of uh, being a police officer in a racist, white supremacist uh, department. And the, the deaths of Breonna Taylor and George Floyd really triggered him. And some of the things that he's seen on the force and him being a black man as a police officer, he said, you know, this is a dead end. And he ended up having a 15 minute video, kind of like his suicide note to those why he's doing this. And it was terrible. In contrast to, I'm reading about someone lost a bunch of money and they killed themselves. I mean, I'm just seeing the conflicting reasons of, like, okay, so this this brother killed himself because of systemic, systemic racism and it, he just got mentally just done with it. In contrast to, oh, no, I lost m- my fortune, so <laughs> there's no hope there. Right.
0: I guess
3: I'll kill myself. <laughs> I, mean, I, I know it's,
0: well, it's, what is the value of human life? And does it, does it matter? Does it not? Whose life matters? Do, I mean, do Bangladeshi lives matter? Do, do, but even do United States citizens' lives matter? Some of them do, seems like it. Some rich ones seem mm-hmm. to matter. And that's the other thing. The more money you have, that's how you don't get incarcerated. Oh, wow. Well, I don't know.
1: Right. And, and thank you for bringing that up, too, because this comes with the story of, I don't know if you've heard about um, one of the insurrectionists. Um, she she uh, is a business owner, but she was an inter- uh, interruptionist and she basically asked the judge I have a trip planned to Mexico and I it's already paid for and I need to go why did the judge allow her to go <laughs> to Mexico my youth she has a criminal case for an interruption at the state capitol she acquits obviously she's not black or brown when i say that so go figure um she's a business owner she's upper middle class and the judge just says yeah of course she can go to mexico Which she could flee she's a flight risk like and then we talked about the the, the q anon shaman who couldn't eat the prison food and his mom made him get the organic food
0: and the judge grant that <laughs> I mean, that's just unbelievable. That's just crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Poor little rich boy. But I'm a vegan. Eh, You know what? If you were brown, if you were black, they won't give a fuck.
1: They are... (laughs) Don't be Muslim. You can't eat pork. Oh, well, to hell with you. Well, then you're just just not eating. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just... You know, it's it's just I don't know. I don't know. Let's just put it this way. We'll see what else twenty twenty one has for us. Because I'm at this point where I'm just gonna sit here, eat my popcorn, and
0: watch. Yeah, yeah. No, I <laughs> know. It's just a shit show. Well, I hope we can. I hope I can. Well, I'm. Everything's everything's gonna be fine. Everything's gonna be all right, right? It's gonna be fine. Everything's going to be okay, you'll
1: see. I'm trying to rock myself to sleep at night and say that.
0: Yeah, I know, me too. (laughs)
1: It's going to be okay. Ooh, this just ends, Huffington Post. Shocking new capital security footage shows how close rioters were to lawmakers. So the Democrats this morning showed the January 6th insurrection showing rioters entering the office of Eugene Goodman directing Senator Mitt Romney away from the protesters. Wow. So they almost got Mitt
0: Romney. Ha <laughs> ha Good. Ooh, yeah. But, yeah. Get him. Or he's, um, well, he's against, that's right. Mitt Romney said, hey, uh, he's one of the six Republican senators that said, yeah, let's impeach him.
1: Yeah. yeah. He, he's kind of like the, uh, like a Bush Republican. Still don't like him, but he
0: has a little bit of ethics. A little bit. Well, he's because he's Mormon. Like, I I think that Mormons really do try to stand on a righteousness that they try to follow. I think there's, I mean, I'm sure there's hypocrisy in every religion, but man, Mormons are some nice fucking people. Like, they love their families and they, they take care of their community and they try to be like as pure in body and spirit and mind as they can i mean they, they think some wackadoo things but whatevs they're nice people i don't i don't mind, oh, I, don't wow. mind this, mit, I don't mind mit i don't mind mitt that hard
1: well just like they're so wackadoo they didn't let uh black people into the mormon church till 1978 yeah but
0: it's, it's pretty you, wackadoo what,
1: what what person was
0: i mean why well because because they have a white thing they have a there's a whiteness thing about that's why they have to wear the special white underwear and they have to have the booties and all this stuff is that it's white yeah it's and they were like my
1: why was like why would any black person want to join that oh exactly
0: right why would you want to join a religion (laughs) where until 1978 they said that if you are dark if you are dark of skin that means that you were touched by uh, nefarious forces like that's the belief is that the color of your skin.
1: Jesus here in Utah. Right, right, like Jesus?
0: Jesus was here in Utah? Right. Jesus visited yeah. the um the Native American peoples of this continent after uh after he rose from the dead two thousand years ago at Some the,
1: crazy
0: shit like right. that. Right. So he, yeah. he he ascended into the heavens and then he descended from the heavens into what is now the United States, but what was then populated by indigenous peoples. I mean, but if you think about it though, is not every mythology kind of wackadoo? Like Zeus and yeah. Athena sprung from his head and he raped a swan. He came down and raped Leda as a swan. And then she was impregnated. Like Hercules was half man, half god. Uh the the Apollo, the sun god, has a chariot of fire that races the sun across and that there's an epic battle between the sun and the moon every night. I mean, there's some really weird well, even the Jesus y stuff we eat of his body, like there's well, that's some zombie what I'm shit. About. I mean, like the whole thing about like Moses
1: putting all these animals.
0: You know, onto this big ass. Noah planet, and the ark. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Noah arc, Noah you know. was a drunk too, which is interesting. Yeah. And, and everyone thought he was crazy then, when he was like, I'm going to build this big the ship. What's
1: about the whale. The, uh, the oh, right. Yes, yes, yes. Jonah the and the whale.
0: Life. Yes, he was swallowed Jonah by a whale living in a whale. Yeah. And um, I'm
1: just like, okay. Yeah. You know, right. I believe the Mary Magdalene, that should come to <laughs> <laughs> Well, all of the because hoes are, are still getting stoned anyway. <laughs> that's that's
0: true. It's there's some crazy ass stuff. Elijah is one of the only prophets who wasn't uh, wasn't killed. He was taken up into heaven on a, a chariot of fire. Um, there's some just wacky uh, Joshua in the battle of Jericho that like 50 guys with <laughs> horns took down an entire city and decimated it because of God. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um Moses parting the Red Sea. Uh He's the, Red sea. The, the sea the just the part. They, they walk they walk right through and then it the sea closes on all of the Egyptian armies and murders them. Okay. There are so many strange like every... Abraham, mi- that's
1: a good, yeah. Oh, I mean, Abraham and Isaac about-
0: murdering your own child. That sucks. Yeah. Um and then oh but it, magically it, it, there's a ram in the in the up, up here, Whoa. I
1: think the thing with Mormonism though, because it's so American mm. and so new, where it's just like, so this guy heard voices in the woods and he thought it was Jesus, like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was just like, y'all were really bored in the frontier, weren't y'all? Y'all really had to come up with some shit. Like, well, the, the- I mean, we, co- we come a long way from the 1600s where burn the witch. Mm. Like in the and like uh, over the 13 colonies, you well, know, that wasn't the 13 colonies, but the six, uh, 1600s to the yeah. 1800s, yeah. where we're like, I saw Jesus in the woods and he spoke to me. So I'm gonna start a religion. religious,
0: <laughs> right? Well, and it's just it's he looked into a hat and the angel showed him what was on these tablets, which were in a different language, but the angel translated for him and he told his wife to write this stuff down. And she said, well, can I look? And he said, no, no, I'm the only one that can see. Okay. All right. I believe it. Sure. I mean, I also would like to start a religion because wow, wouldn't it be great to, to live tax free and to be able to take everybody's money. That'd be that'd be a lot of fun you mean like a Joel oldstein well like a like a like a lovely cult like a nice now that's the funny thing too is that what is the difference between a cult and a religious movement um the no flying thing. spaghetti monster is that a religion I, I
1: feel- I've never heard of it You've
0: never heard of the Flying Spaghetti Monster? So the Flying Spaghetti Monster is, um, I hope that those who've been touched by his noodly appendage uh, are as excited as I am. He is, um, he is a representation of another form of intelligent design. In Kansas, in what was it, 2006, the school board was saying, well, we have to teach intelligent design along with... Uh, scientific or Darwin origin of the species uh, evolution, evolutionarily based creation myths. So there was a group of Christians that said, well, yes, we're going to teach intelligent design equally with this. And so this guy wrote a letter and said, well, what about the intelligent design of the flying spaghetti monster who touched the world and created it with his noodley appendage. That's another form of intelligent design. So I say board of Kansas that we should give one third time to intelligent design of this monotheistic God. We should give one third time to the scientific origin of the species evolutionary system. And that we should give one third of the time, of course, to the flying spaghetti monster. Uh, Because, and he wrote this whole treatise. About what the Flying Spaghetti Monster stands for. And it's uh, not being a jerk to your fellow man and all this stuff. And so all these people have taken up the mantle of the Flying Spaghetti Monster and they meet together. There's a bunch all over the world even. And some of them wear colanders on their heads as hats. Um, And also you should know that when you are worshipping the Flying Spaghetti Monster, you should always be in full pirate regalia. Oh, yes. Yes. This is a real religion. You should look up the Flying Spaghetti Monster. FSM, baby. It's great. And so a lot of people actually believe this, but maybe it is real. But it was originally, the first time that I heard of it was when a gentleman brought it up in response to the Kansas school board. And some people question now, was he joking? Was he being ironic? But why not? People are following the precepts now of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. So- you are not lying. <laughs> I am not lying. Wow. You've never heard of the flying spaghetti monster? This is some really ate up shit. Right? I'm telling you, you should, I hope that someday you are too touched in your heart by his newly appendage. <laughs>
1: See, now, this is the, now to answer your question, what is, like, I I think it's all occult to me. Even being raised Catholic. Religion is a cult. Yeah. We're right now living in a cultist society because what do we have going on? We still have all hell Trump, all praise, like you yeah. have people that literally died for him at the infection yeah. at the Capitol. Like, you know, and they think they're they're a mark. like it, it's like, even, I, even Jim Jones knew when to say when, knew mm. when to quit. <laughs> like, like he's, he's like, well, I can't continue this shit, so, hey, guys, drink this Kool-Aid, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> There's well, always so much time that you can pull this on. It, it, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, why? Now and I'm interested in this. Where are the female cult leaders? Where are the female cult leaders? And uh, that's, I think that's because we call them mom or sometimes grandma if she's really if she's really good at keeping y'all together. Uh but yeah, cult what's not a cult what is uh, is some when I grew up because I was raised Christian, I was even raised that Catholicism was a cult. I was raised that Jews are going to hell. I was raised that Hindus and Buddhists, people that have life paths and serious you know, respect for a moralistic lifestyle, but that they, that particular religion is a cult and that they are going to hell. And it's, but then the concept of hell isn't that cultish in itself that we believe that if you're a bad person on earth some big huge daddy figure in the sky is going to spank you and burn you for eternity? Seriously? Like there's well, there's an all, there's an all-knowing bearded man sitting on the clouds in the sky who's <laughs> judging our every move and wants us to live in a lake of fire for eternity? Like you, you Honestly, the hubris of us to think that we're that important, that we live on or have this large-scale, like, we're all so fucking important. It's like, get over yourself. Okay, what were you going to say?
1: I can even say this. Even um, with our political ideologies amongst, you know, Democrats and Republicans, Mm. we have cultish ways, you know, where, you have cert- certain liberals that are just so hardcore
2: mm-hmm. and
1: like yeah, everything liberal. But you know, and also with the same with the right, where everything well, that's the Trump party, obviously. Right,
3: right.
0: Well, on the other so, f- you got your you hobby control- lobbies, you've got your trumpists, you've got yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, and so it's just like one of those things where you know you got to be careful not to fall into the pit pla- in and the place that it's criticize and question everything. Yeah. Now, question them with facts and, and and theories and hypotheses, but always criticize, too, because that's something. even when we talk about certain things on social media, if we don't side with this person, you're going to get a string of hate from people because you didn't side with them, you know, they're going to be like, you're a hater, and you're this and that. It's like, because I have my own opinion right. and my own difference of things, that that's I think what's going on is we are building a more cultish society and being more programmed. Oh, shit. I almost got to get out of here. Yeah, yeah. It's almost time. I'll go ahead and let you keep going. You go ahead.
0: Oh, no, no. I was saying it's almost time for you, but this has been... I've really enjoyed our conversation because we actually got kind of sort of some call me Timish by discussing religious ideology in 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 the, in the context of what's happening with our political ideology at the same time. and that I think that's very interesting that political ideology almost, and it's supposed to be separation of church and state, that this is one of the precepts that we believe, and yet, they are still so uniquely tied together, even though we say, "But there's separation of church and state." There, there obviously isn't, if our parties have become so cultish,
1: yeah,
0: <sighs> in their belief structure. Good. Scary times.
1: Well, now I have to go to the cult of school.
0: All right. So. <laughs> well, thank you again for um, a and scintillating thank you. conversation and uh enjoy enjoy your enjoy your zoom call
2: <laughs>
1: oh thank you i'm trying kind to of learn how to get back you know get back into the fair out of school plus online yeah plus living, you know yeah
0: distance because learning you're <laughs> <laughs> well, well you're the best um i will talk to you soon and have a beautiful evening You too, yay latoya yeah. sheriff of truth yay LaToya, the sheriff of truth. All right. Um, Hey, everybody. You can still get last-minute tickets for tonight at Ociento 730 show. Dinner and a show at Ociento. Delicious tapas. Hilarious comedians brought to you by Mutiny Radio Presents. Also, this Saturday at 2 o'clock, we have Titans of Comedy at Atlas Cafe. It's going to be a great show. Really uh, great and talented comedians here in the Bay Area. Get to see them tonight and Saturday. Also Friday night here at the station, 6 o'clock Friday night outside, outdoor comedy, on the street, socially distanced, all for donations. Thank you. If you want to donate to Mutiny Radio, that helps me out. What did I learn this week? I thought I was going to get some EDD for having a small business. I thought that maybe sole proprietorships would be eligible for some money, but I'm not. So please, 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 please help keep the doors at Mutiny Radio alive by donating on Venmo at Mutiny Radio. All one word. Bert and Ernie's on the thing. Don't ask why. It's not the logo, but don't ask. It's fine. All right. Uh, This is just another exciting Wednesday. So, j- again, join us for comedy. I hope you do. Thanks again to Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth, for being so flexible with her time and that we, every other week, we used to do AltaCast and now we sort of do it with this poetry reading from Glasgow, Scotland, but then we also have her and her political commentary on some Call Me Tim. We are mutinyradio.fm and .sf. If you're looking to do a show or you want to champion free speech of your own, you can always do that. It's only 100 bucks a month to have a show here. And you get trained, and it's super fun and 100% free speech. Although we shy away from hate speech. It's not something that we like or, you know, not cool. But everything else is totally free speech. You can say, fuck the police all you want. And it's like, well, is that,
2: is that, is that hate speech?
0: I don't know. No. (laughs) All right. Again, uh, thanks for joining me. I'm going to play some... Vintage Bughouse Square because I love it. And again, join us tonight at Asiento, Please, 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 please. Or this Friday or Saturday. Because comedy is important in these times of strife and struggle. All right. Thanks for joining me again. I've been Pam Benjamin. This is Mutiny Radio.
2: Be my pillow, take my hand and let me sleep in the coolness of your shadow, in the silence of your deep darkness. Darkness, hide my yearning for the things that cannot be. Keep my mind from constant time Talk to things I cannot see now Get the Get the fear, fear. Fear. Darkness, 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 darkness Leave me blank Cover me
3: a youth and a well-bred youth, he being a squire's son, and he did court and the innkeeper's daughter, belonging to North Cumberland. Go get me some of your father's gold, part of your mother's fee, and we will away to some foreign country, and married we will be. She went down to her father's stable. There stood horses, 33, and she picked out a milk-white steed, and he, the fast-traveling gray. She mounted on the milk-white steed, he on the fast-traveling gray. And they rode until they came to a riverside, three hours before it was day. A light, a light, my pretty fair maid. A light, a light, cried he. It's six pretty maidens have I drowned it here, and you the seventh shall be. Take off, take off that silken gown, and hand it over to me. For I do think your clothing is too good for to rot in the salt, salt sea if i do take off my silken gown and hand it over to you why i do think it a very great wrong a naked woman to view i'll take off my silken gown i will lay it on the green but before that i do you false young man You must turn your back on me. And when he turned his back around And faced yon willow tree With all of the strength that this poor maiden had She shoved him into the sea. Lie there, lie there, you false young man Lie there instead of me. It's six foolish maidens, have you drowned it here? Go keep them good company. And as he rose, and as he sank, and as he rose, cried he, Oh, give me your hand, my pretty, pretty Polly, My bride, forever you'll be. She mounted on the milk-white steed. She led the fast-traveling gray. She rode until she came to her father's house, one hour before it was day. Now the parrot was hung in the window so high. Where have you been, cried he? I've been away to Scotland's bridge. Young Henry, he lies under the sea, don't prittle, don't prattle, my pretty, pretty Polly, don't tell no tales on me, and you shall have a cage of the very finest gold, and be hung on an ivory tree.
2: We're
4: Uh that's the Alman Brothers. <clears throat> Ain't wasting time no more. That's uh that's a great song, man. <laughs> I was uh I was dancing. Uh, and, uh so I had some ear guitar going. Um I don't know, not really. Sometimes you know, um uh, when it's like a really good song. And you think about it, it takes you to another place, and maybe sometimes that's not even related to wh- what the song is. You know, it just it's just like it, it just uh, transports you. You know, it's a uh, it's very uh, <laughs> that's a beautiful thing. Music it does all kinds of shit. Uh, hey, it's Bug Out Square. It's Mutiny Radio in the corner of Twenty First of Florida in the beautiful Mission, where it's always flat and sometimes sunny. I'm not there right now. I'm in. I'm in the beautiful Bayview, where it's um, it's uh, hilly, <laughs> but uh, I'm above sea level, and uh, I'm confident when this global warming thing takes hold and the sea level rises. Um, of course, all the infrastructure will be destroyed, but you know, our, we'll still be uh, above water here for a while. It's gonna it's gonna take a while. Maybe total um, ice melt which, you know, I heard this has happened before in the Earth's history. Imagine if there was no ice. Oof. No Florida. Uh, yeah. Half of Texas gone. Pretty rough. Um, so yeah, hell of a week, huh? God, I don't know if you listen to this live you're coming back to this like, I don't know what, what, what week was this. Well, this was a shit week. This was the week of, uh, um, the um transfer of uh power <laughs> power transfer of power yeah people um people like just stormed in i don't know I, it was it was pathetic it was it was embarrassing in, in its um patheticness it really was, aside from the fact that, uh, you know, people got killed and hurt and, and that. But it was just so obvious that um, what it was. It was just so, it was just lack of thought and lack of feeling and just... I don't know. I don't know. I know. I know. There's des- desperation in the world, and there's desperation in this country. There's a fucking lot of desperate people. There's a lot of desperate people that are that don't have a ruse over their head, or barely have a ruse over their head, and barely have food in their stomachs. That were um, stayed, <laughs> you know. During that, it's like, it's like fuck you, fuck you. All right. The good thing that things will things will move on, and uh, you know, of course, this is this is not the it end, but um, it was a nice little taster, right, of what of what it is, of what what that is, what is that? You know, I've always had like. Discussions with anarchists, you know, and, and and I'm not even gonna say these were anarchists, but it's like, come on, um, all right, the absence of uh, of government, um, you know, I just I don't I don't I don't buy it. Uh, people are are flawed. I mean, you can go to um, the. To what China is, where it's just like billions of people, and they are all uh, towing the line and and making a good life. You keep your head down and you do work your ass off, and and you will be rewarded. Um, that's here in the states too, if you want to do that. Um, but it's you know, there's there's no guarantees, man, and. I'm just glad that. I'm glad that it it it, it showed its head. I'm I I, I I'm not glad. Oh, I just said I was glad. Yeah, am I glad? I'm not glad that it happened, but the fact that it did happen and and kind of really laid it out. Um, yeah. I don't know, man, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I'm um, sorry people got uh oh man. I don't know. I don't know I'm sorry about shit, man. It was just like it was just fucked up and hey man, if you are you're stirring it and you're in there, it's it's I don't know. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> That's all I can say. Uh, And I'm not here, you know, I'm not here to uh, uh, put words to this. I'm just playing records. So anyway, um, let me grab these records we're playing. Pete Seeger. uh, (laughs) That was a a pretty dark number, huh? Uh, That was uh, The False Night Upon the Road. Uh, Pete Seeger. Uh, Before that, we had the Youngbloods doing Darkness, Darkness. We had um, uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival doing, I think it was um, Sinister Purpose. Talking Heads, Cross-eyed and Painless. From the Get Your Ya Ya's Out, Rolling Stones, uh, Sympathy for the Devil, uh, the uh, War, the War, <laughs> War, uh, Slipping in the Darkness. That's I like that long version. Uh, Cat Stevens, uh, Peace Train, Frank Zappa from the Hot Rats record, uh, Willie the Pimp, uh, Stevie Wonder, uh, Don't You Worry About a Thing, Donna Summer, uh, uh, I Feel Love. That's a song. I mean, if you can't, if you listen on that headphones, that's just a that's a masterpiece, man. That is Bob Dylan from Blood on the Tracks, Idiot Wind, and we opened up with XTC, Dear God. Dear God, sorry. A segment we do in this, uh, on this on uh, this radio show. Uh, by the way, we're always looking for dough, right? Um, if you come through the website, and you have the opportunity. we we're, we're, we're we pay our dues, but you know the <laughs> we've got we've got very little uh, very little's happening right now um, as far as uh, at Twenty First in Florida. So if you come there and you, there's a GoFundMe thing. Uh, that. But a segment is called uh, Rise from the Basement because it's no lie in the basement, we're miles apart. No surprise, going to rise from the basement. What it is, it's a uh, home recordist, any style, any genre. Just has to be recorded where you live, where you sleep, basically where you sleep. So people uh, send in recordings that they made. At their house. So, um, hold on. I, I, uh, I talked everything out, man. I didn't talk the computer out. That's like embarrassing. Uh, let's see. Secret coach. Uh, turn your head, please. All right. This is um, this is Lance Haugen, H-A-U-G-A-N. He's from Decatur, United States. Song is called "It's Like More Than That." Dig this, look for Lance. Hagen. Let's see, I got that up. I'm touching this. Has accepted my request. Processing. See if I am worthy. Yeah, that's X, I see red. Uh, we're going back to the basement. This is Mute Diver, M-U-T-E Diver. Uh, they're out of Miami. This song is called Fortitude. Uh, let's see. All right, I have all the, the parameters set as they should be. The dots are going. This accepted at our request. Fortitude this is mule diver if you dig this here we go Yeah, that's uh D. Ah, that's Arrington Dia Oh man. Okay, so this dude came in um years ago into the station and there there was a there was a cat that did a show. Um he kinda interned and then he did a show called Pwn Pwn Tones. Yeah, which is really good. So look that up. There's probably some of those. He and uh, he was totally. He was a very. He was into it, and he was good at it. And he brought in this guy, Arrington D D D Dion. All right, so it's D I O N Y S O apostrophe S, and it's the. Um, he was kind of um. So look look for that, and it's called uh, Sarah Naka. I guess, S-U-A-R-A, Naga, N-A-G-A. And that song was called uh, Iblis, Altus Iblis. Going back to the basement. Uh, This is... Exile Fun... Funnyverse oh jesus uh x-i-l-e-f-u-n-i-v-e-r-s-e uh exile funverse (laughs) i'm sorry i'm sorry i just i'm dyslexic so those are just it just looks like craziness to me uh all right so this song is called alto uh, if you dig this, look for them. This is eight hours old. This is so fresh. This is uh, San, uh, Al, Al, Alto from the, the. You go back and and I spelled it out. So it goes like this, touching this. Yeah, come on, yeah. all right. It has accepted accepted my request and it. it, it Yeah, that's uh, Otis Redding. Uh, let's see, we're going back to the basement. This is uh, um, this is Gil, G I L, Kanita, uh, Q A N E I D A. And uh, let me tell you a little bit about uh, whatever this is. It's midnight in the wilderness. From the lost highways and the fever swamps, a new voice arises from the deep, dark south. And this is Gil Kaneda. The song's called Desperate Pleasures. Uh, I'm touching that. Um, oh, Desperate Pleasures record. This is Nowhere to Go. Let's see. What else we got? We got the whole record to choose from. Man. Uh... This Kong's called flying through a hurricane and it goes like this um, touching that accepted my request uh, pause button comes you know and you will find we go together, we're two of a kind. No use protesting. Together we're two of a kind
2: I gotta see this
5: Get a second chance, plan all your moves in advance Stay dead, stay dead, stay dead, stay dead and out of this world Run fast, don't stand in the sun. there's too much work to be done You're down, you're down, you're down, you're down and out of this world
4: Thanks for doing what you gotta do to do. This has been Bug Out of Square. We're gonna to talk to you next week. And Remember,
5: flash be Vader.
4: the best you can and help those you can. We
5: race down yeah.
2: to the sea. Next week. I forgot you like no if you feel all the shorties